2: hello after buzzers we're here doing another after buzz tv after show for mtv's teen wolf season 4 episode 12 smoke and mirrors i'm your host kristen elizabeth snyder and joining me after buzz tv host june lee hello and we have two special guests for you guys this evening we have writer producer ian stokes hi and she plays maya please welcome oh she plays meredith please welcome (laughs) maya Woo!
0: thank
2: you so much for joining us thanks for having us this was um, an amazing finale. I know. I thought seriously. it was so cinematic, like mm-hmm. a movie. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, From the beginning to end, we got that long panning in in the temples of the church. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, it was like the outtakes through Ikenhouse. House.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you got to see it. I, I know you came to our screening I did. with Jeff crew. <laughs> yeah. um, And, you know, Jeff, he takes an immense amount of, of pride in the show and so does our entire crew. And, I mean, you were there and you saw a lot. Almost our entire crew was at that screening mm-hmm. um, because we work at this thing like a movie. Mm-hmm. And getting to see it on the big screen like that you would think you're watching a movie. And yeah. and everybody feels from, you know, our, our set PAs and our props and grips and lighting, like everybody gets to see their work on the big screen. And that's something Jeff does for the crew. And it's a really great thing.
2: No, it was amazing. I loved it. (laughs) I made everything more scarier, everything more cinematic and Uh fun. And I love this season how there's a real human quality. It's like the humans are the villains, are the bad guys. Mm. And then the monsters are sort of playing the good guys. Mm -hmm. And talking about that, I mean, your character, Maya, turned out to be the benefactor. I know. So how -hmm. surprised were you? And have you played a villain before? Um... Well, I kind of did play a villain before, <laughs> but I was really
3: surprised. Yeah, I did not. I was like, even when I got the things, like, I'm not sure what to do. Is she really doing it because she's evil? Or is mm-hmm. she, like, kind of still doing what she thinks is good? Or, like, what am I supposed to do with that? Mm-hmm.
0: But- well, you know, Meredith's character uh, first appeared in um, Echo House. It was a uh, middle of last season. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was supposed to be kind of a one-off, uh, one-off thing, and we really loved what Maya was uh, brought to that small part. Yay. And yeah. <laughs> we had her back in, I, I think it was episode 11 or 23, whatever it was of that, mm-hmm. that the 3B. Yeah. And so it, it was weird because we hadn't, the show had gotten really, really dark. I mean, we went from like an episode in a mental institution to a Japanese-American <laughs> uh, World War II internment <laughs> camp. and And then an exorcism. And then we had this crazy lady show up. And yeah. and they're trying to get her to to help them, and it was funny, and it was like, oh, the humor's back on the show. It was only mm-hmm. for, like, 20 minutes, but it was there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, she brought so much to that role again that we were like, over the break, you know, we had a, a lot to think about because we only had, like, two weeks off before we had wow, to come back and yeah. figure out another season, and we had six weeks to do that. That's- and. Amazing so, for you I guys
2: know. to do that in well, a small it, amount of time. Yeah,
0: it's it was really daunting, and the only idea I came in with was, I remember thinking, maybe Meredith isn't so crazy. Like, that would be a good twist mm-hmm. if all of a sudden Meredith was, was faking it, or, mm-hmm. or something like that, and... And uh, before I even brought it up in the room, Jeff had come up with this idea over the break. Of, of, <laughs> you of guys the, are
2: twins, basically. Well, he He came up with this wow. idea about, about
0: the, uh, the benefactor, and he's like, "There's a you know, there's a secret oh. person who's putting out these uh, hit lists with these assassins, and they're all going to come to Beacon Hills, and you know, somebody's going to be you know uh, behind the whole thing." And I was like, "And it's Meredith." Oh.
1: And I, was, I was like, I was
0: like, like that'll work," and then, but that's just how like the writers' room works. Is you know, mm-hmm. we come in mm-hmm. in that first week feeling like the first hour you're like, oh God, we're screwed. We're never going to come up with anything. (laughs) And then after like two or three days, you're like, all right, well, we're feeling pretty good. Um, and you know, that idea of, of using Meredith. And then, uh, once you start the mystery with that, Mm -hmm. we sort of went back from there and bringing in Peter and, uh, Eichenhaus and, uh, banshee-ness of it all. And then Lydia's grandmother, those things just all kind of came out of this huge mystery, and it's the same way we did the a story last year. We figure out the whole thing and then move back from there, and each episode you get uh, another clue and another detail. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
2: no, I love the mystery in this show. It was mm-hmm, so suspenseful mm-hmm. and I know yeah. you guys don't know on set until, like, you didn't even know you were the benefactor yeah. until, what, maybe, like, two weeks ahead of time or, the, or right when you got less, the script? Yeah, yeah. right <laughs> when
3: I got the script, wow. yeah. They told me I'm coming back, but they didn't tell me I'm coming back as the benefactor.
0: Uh, it was a weird day because it was, it was... We were shooting episode five and you, you're you killed in episode six, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um... It's a scene they're in the police station, and uh, Shelley and Holland are in there, uh, and like they're interrogating you or you're mm-hmm. trying to get some information, and the script for six comes out, and um, and <laughs> Meredith's dead at the end of it, yeah, and so Holland <laughs> and Shelley are like super pissed, like they find me, and they're like, they're like, "How could you kill Maya? She's so good? <laughs> what are you doing?" And instead of being like, oh, it's cool, I was like, yeah, well, we'll do whatever we want. Like, we're the writers. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, but then I go back in the office. Uh, well, I wasn't that big of a dick. <laughs> uh, but I, I, like, you know, I knew. And, like, I realized, like, we need to keep this a secret. And I'm like, we're not going to tell, we're not going to tell the cast. Mm-hmm.
3: But did um, she was, know?
0: Well, that was when, and then I remember going back in the office and talking to Jeff. And I'm like, so Maya's out there. And, like, she just got the script where she, she dies. Did we? Do we know if she's going to be available in like yeah. uh, I guess June or May or whenever we shot you the got final married. episodes?
2: Yes. Oh, <laughs> so congratulations! Whoa. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. So we went back out on set and we took Maya aside and we're like, "So you're not really dead." But that's as much as we Uh-oh. told her. We're like, "Can yeah. you be around in like you know the last two weeks of May or whenever we were planning yeah. nine or ten was going to be the reveal." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then and then she got to shoot episode six, smugly knowing. That she yeah, was I mean, not yeah. dead, and then yeah. the on set think she's dead. Yeah. What, what was, was that so nice.
2: feeling like whenever they took you aside uh, and was like, you're not really dead?
3: Oh, that was very exciting. I was like, oh, really? I'm coming back. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it I felt kind of bad having to keep it a secret. I understand. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. mad. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, cause especially because everyone was so nice on set. Like, I can't believe they killed you. <laughs> I cannot oh. believe that. And I just have to stand there like,
2: yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> that's horrible. Like, oh. I mean, but that's the best news you can get as an yeah. actor is that, okay, you're not really dead. Yeah. yeah. You're coming back. Especially on Teen Wolf because then you're like, ooh, what's what's going on? Yeah. 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 Well, uh, no
0: one ever really dies on Teen Wolf, but yeah. <laughs> I think the new rule is that you can only die once.
2: You can yeah. only die yeah. once. Like, I was yeah.
0: kidding with Megan uh, last weekend, uh, Blaze Braden. That I was like, mm-hmm. just so you like the next time you die on the show, well, it'll probably be for real. <laughs> so in her first episode, she got killed. Yeah, yeah. And then it would turn into like a neck scar.
1: Yeah, very sexy, Amazing. Very sexy same with Peter. Car. I mean, we
0: kept him alive at the yeah. end of this episode too. Just because we're not, we weren't ready. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, I really didn't want his character yeah, to leave the guys show. yet. Yeah, did
1: it perfectly, so,
2: it was perfect. Yeah, I was very. Well, he happy died that once we kept too.
0: Him. It's like you know, you can't. Yeah, that's like, true. We, we don't get you don't get double. Yeah. That's well, ridiculous. He's
2: kind of like you know that villain that's always going to be there, and I think mm-hmm. you need that. You need that villain that's always going to be opposite the hero and is always a threat, so mm-hmm. that he never feels safe. You know, so I like that we're keeping Peter around, and I. Yeah, I can I love that he's it now in again house with Dr. Balik, which we'll get into later. But um, so Stephanie Golding asks who stole the money from Peter's safe? Mm-hmm. Was that Dr. Brunsky?
0: Yes, that was mm-hmm. that was Brunsky. Um, the idea was that Meredith had been blackmailing uh, Brunsky with her knowledge of he was a uh, angel of death. Um, and so mm-hmm. she had, she had known that. She knew that, uh, Brunsky had murdered Lydia's grandmother and mm-hmm. was using that to basically control Brunsky. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably also there was money involved. Um, but he was the, the footman who went down there in the vault in, uh, uh 402. He you know, was the, like,
1: he was the boot. I know everybody's gonna say Well, it wasn't, him. it was, it was some
0: stunt guy. I don't, know. it wasn't there. I mean, like, it wasn't Aaron. gonna be that easy that we actually, like, passed the guy oh, back then God. and had him walk down if we're just gonna show his boots. Right. Mm-hmm but uh yeah, stuff like that. And, you know, then that was when everybody was like, Jr. was like, it's me, right? Like, I was, because he hadn't been in the, in the season yet. That's, you and know, like, boom, that was Tom, my, one. Of, mm-hmm. boots. That was one of my <laughs> yeah.
2: predictions, as I yeah. thought it was him, because he had reason. Yeah. Like, Kate brought up in this episode, it's their fault that Allison's dead. I mean, often people mm-hmm. look to blame mm-hmm. someone, and I'm glad that he's clear-minded, and mm-hmm. he didn't. Mm-hmm. But that's, when I was looking around at all the characters and who it could be if it was someone we knew, I definitely mm-hmm. thought it would be our well, that was That was yeah. very
0: intentional. I mean, we (laughs) we we definitely wanted people to think that, and... You know, well, the you pe- got me!
2: Yeah. I definitely got <laughs> that, too. I definitely got not Oh, Ian, you're so sneaky. The I know, you so, so mm. sneaky.
1: What um, was everyone's reaction? I want to know, like, what was everyone's reaction when you were like, and it should be Meredith, the benefactor should be Meredith. <laughs> yeah, what
0: know. did well, the other writers uh, say? I mean, everybody was, everybody was we would already already decided we're bringing Meredith back mm-hmm. this season. We just didn't know for what.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: um, I mean, that's just the way I remember the story, yeah. guys. Uh, but, um, <laughs> I, uh... I, and, you know, everybody was really on board with it because I think we all sort of thought we wanted to do a lot with Lydia this season and Lydia's powers mm-hmm. and uh, what being a Banshee means. Mm-hmm. And we thought, you know, one of the best ways to do that, as we've done with Scott as a werewolf, is to bring in another werewolf mm-hmm. or bring in another Banshee in mm-hmm. this case. I and like we got it. very lucky with uh, with Maya here. And, uh, oh, a, yeah, I got very lucky question. with you guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really did. <laughs> I love how Aww. much you guys are
2: a family there. I know, seriously. It's so beautiful.
0: Yeah, everybody's really... Uh, pleasant and nice on set, you know, and it's been, mm-hmm. um, the hours suck. <laughs> but, but,
2: uh, I heard you basically all just live there.
0: Yeah, basically. <laughs> we have a, we have a writer's trailer, an RV that we, uh, we can, like, sleep mm-hmm. in, or we bring with us when we're on location, and, um, it made, I just saw someone sent me a link to, there's an After After show. I that saw that
2: like, with Tyler. Yeah, I remember it, when we got
0: that, it was, like, a Friday night. I remember shooting the party, the Lake House Party episode uh-huh. up in... I don't know where we were, somewhere where there was a lake house, and um, (laughs) and Jeff was like, "I'm eating lunch with Jeff," and he gets. They texted that video message to Jeff, (laughs)
3: like our email
0: to him, like, "Guess where we are? (laughs) Uh, It's on MTV.com. Whatever you got to see it. It's
2: okay. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I I enjoyed it. I mean, that's just how you know their characters are. No, those um, guys,
0: uh, you know, number uh, uh, Posey and Dylan. I mean, they're one and two on the call sheet, and they really set. The tone on on set, and that's just sort of the way it goes. And they're both just fantastic actors and mm-hmm. really great um, leaders, especially, you know.
2: What was your experience with them? I, did they prank you on set? No, <laughs> I mean they were
3: fooling around a lot, like you know, just doing all kind of nonsense. But they were super nice and very welcoming, and really like the being on set. It's just it's one of the nicest sets I've been on, probably. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. Everyone is super supportive and you know, a lot of them already know each other so well, like Mm -hmm. you said, like a type of a family and yeah, so it was really nice.
0: It's part of it, it's great uh, shooting in LA over, I mean, Atlanta was fantastic too, but it's Mm a, everyone gets to go home at the end of the day. (laughs) And in Atlanta, you're kind of like, uh, you're in Summer camp for, like, four months, mm-hmm. and you don't get to go home.
2: <laughs> well, it's nice that you yeah. guys started there, so everyone appreciates yeah, what you guys have true. now and being yeah. able to go home. So let's talk about the episode a little bit. Um, so Liam learns how to control his transformation, mm-hmm. and we get a lot of steric moments in this scene. Um, I, do you feel like Liam's going to be part of the pack now, June, now that he's sort of faced the benefactors? Yeah. Um, Like, the the berserkers. Mm -hmm. I felt like he was scared to be part of Scott's pack, Mm -hmm. and he was scared of the berserkers. And in this episode, they were one and the same. Scott Mm -hmm. was a berserker. So it was nice that he he got to face that fear straight on. Right, right.
1: That's a beautiful point, because... He kind of overcame both by exactly. you know finding Scott in the Berserker, and it was a very interesting choice that they used Liam to get to Scott rather than Kira or somebody that's you know had a history with him. I feel like yeah, I feel like Liam will become part of the pack. But I did think it was very interesting that um, it was Satomi's mantra that really yeah you know mm-hmm. got him there, and I I wonder if that's some sort of. You know, I mean, like... Foreshadow nothing, it. Well, Nothing in Team well, Up happens. Yes. I mean, Just I think one of the things we, we like about...
0: Well, first of all, uh, uh, Liam is part of the pack uh, officially now because we signed Sprayberry up for next oh, season. Oh, yeah. that's right? awesome. <laughs> so, Yay! So Sprayberry's <laughs> back, uh, yeah. uh, which is a good sign. Um, you'll be seeing a lot more Liam. And, you know, I mean, that was sort of always our intention with, mm-hmm. with Liam this season. Um, and I think the thing about Satomi and him taking on that, that mm-hmm. mantra is, you know, we're always be your own anchor or or find your own anchor Mm -hmm. really and it's about um, you know what as a character like that that Derek tried to use the thing that the Hales had used yes. to, to to help mm-hmm. control him and mm-hmm. Liam needed to find his own his right. own mantra mm-hmm. or his own thing mm-hmm. and it it came from Satomi is mm-hmm. the, that's where he found the piece?
1: Yeah.
0: Um and some of that was also, you know, with uh, with Brett last week sort of talking to him yeah. and giving him the courage mm-hmm. to sort of, mm-hmm. you know, I guess man up is the phrase. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, we had Cody uh, on. We'll yeah, well
1: we had Cody on who's last so week amazing. and he yeah. was so yeah. sweet. <laughs> so sweet.
2: Uh, so we hope. to see yeah, more. He's another guy
0: we didn't uh, we didn't kill after one episode, and we brought back oh, a couple yeah. more yeah. times. And you were supposed was, um, to, right? I I want to say that... that's what I heard. We said we're like we're gonna cut off his head, and then we're like, oh, <laughs> like if we, if we, if we Scott Rosh is in there just as the guy's getting his head cut off. Like <laughs> poor Scott, like he can't do anything right. And so we're like, no, he can say we'll, we'll let Brett live another day. Hmm. Um, and then that uh, came back. We we always wanted to do that sort of uh, the Rio Bravo episode of. Um, episode 10, where there's the big mm-hmm. siege in the warehouse and Scott had to protect Satomi's pack. Mm-hmm. And so it helped that we knew somebody in that pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's always oh, a yeah, good thing. That's yeah. true.
1: That's true. So
2: Scott and Kira, in this episode, he actually almost kills his girlfriend. Oh, so do you feel I like that's going to affect the relationship going forward. <laughs> and it's nice that she finally she learns more of her powers. She learns to heal in this episode mm-hmm. um, by trigger, triggering it with pain. Mm-hmm. Um and but if she didn't, I mean that was like very Romeo and jo- <laughs> like Shakespearean killing your girlfriend off. Uh, whose idea was that?
0: <laughs> um, well you know everybody's tried to kill each other on this show. Yeah. By now. Um, but you know I think one of the things we wanted to set up was um that if Scott had turned berserker, we didn't want you to think like it's going to be like Scott and he's like oh yeah I'm fine. You know he gotcha. he, he had to do something vicious right. in the beginning mm-hmm. to really sell the threat. Right, and right. you know, I think if Kira not going to get, if he can't, if he's going to hurt Kira or kill Kira, that you would think he's capable of every, anything, right? As, as he's possessed like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of why we did it. And you know, one of the things we had talked about in the room was that moment in um, uh, Remember Star Trek: The Next Generation when Captain mm-hmm. Picard got bored I don't know if I that remember that. Oh. <laughs> all right. I'm sure there's plenty of geeks on the internet. Plenty of now, so you know what I'm talking and about. Making and making so fun really, of the, all the girls. Yeah, we wanted to go for that kind of uh, uh, fear that our, you know, in the same way we did with Styles in 3B, that mm-hmm. one of our beloved characters has been corrupted.
2: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and so, and Arden is um, so good at that stuff. Because, you know, mm-hmm. she had been... Um, she she basically already died in um, uh, uh, the the internment camp episode mm-hmm. in three B where she played her mother and had gotten shot mm-hmm. and stabbed and so it was like uh, you know she if you she breaks your heart every time she's she like knows how to and die dying. that yeah. girl yeah. <laughs> yeah. She does, yeah. she's just so good at it
2: so, yeah so what can we expect with her getting a tail now can you tell us anything about mm-hmm. what what that entails. <laughs> no pun intended
1: uh, you
0: know we haven't talked a lot about season 5 yet. Okay. we're not back in the room yet I will say that we did kind of purposely we, the Kitsune stuff uh, which we start, brought, started and in, introduced in 3B um, we loved it um, but we kind of wanted to put it on a little bit of a back burner in season uh, four, mm-hmm. probably because we love it too much. And, and we started <laughs> digging into it, and it's really rich and interesting and arguably maybe more interesting than, like, our werewolf mythology. Because <laughs> <Aww. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I think mean, we've all just seen mm. hundreds of thousands of movies and shows about werewolves. Right. Right. And I, I would be surprised if we don't get back into the kitsune stuff in season uh, uh, five. Which we all, And we also love – you know, we have Arden next year, and we love um, – uh, Tamlin uh, plays Nishiko, um, her mother – Mm-hmm. And uh, Tom Choi plays her dad. Like mm-hmm. the the Yukimura family are one of our favorite, yeah, our uh, some yeah. of our favorite characters to write. So mm-hmm. we'll probably find out more about them. Um, I really,
1: I and I, I also f- felt like it said a lot about their relationship. You know, our and like Kira and Scott's relationship. The fact that like she wasn't mm-hmm. mad at all. Like she was just like when when she saw Style, she was, she all she was worried about was like, look, you guys can't kill a berserker or the wrong berserker because it's Scott. And like she just has like this like. Love. She was very for understanding, Scott, you know.
2: I was wondering. We talked about this last week. If the berserkers, the other berserkers, was going to be someone we knew? Mm-hmm. Did you guys think about that at all? Because we saw that Scott was was like transformed into no, the berserker. I no, mean,
0: the, the idea behind it, um, and you know, we didn't have much of the temple to shoot in, was part of the problem. Um, was that Kate had found the berserkers there, and she didn't okay. know who made them, okay. um, and so she. They've been there since in that temple for kind of like the night in um, Raiders or uh, uh, Last Crusade. <laughs> and so, and Peter was the one who who told her how she mm-hmm. could make oh. Scott into a berserker. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course, he that's, was. So that's why you shouldn't feel bad that we just ripped those. Well, one guy got his head blown off by a landmine. Yeah, And, yeah, uh, so that- <laughs> and Derek just ripped the other one in half. Yeah. Which is, Pretty badass. I don't know who. Oh it was. my gosh, yeah.
2: Derek! So we'll let's talk. Derek, let's yeah. talk about Derek. Okay. We'll get, okay. So um, he was walking into this, willing to like lay down his life to save yeah. Scott and uh, Kira. And I thought he really was dead, but it turns out he was just evolving. God, and I was. Can we talk about the
1: death though? I was like so. Heartbroken. Were you? Were you like, crying like Brayden? Well, no. Well, I mean, like I knew, a, I knew that he wasn't really dead because I had read something before I had watched the episode. I um, you read a spoiler? Yeah. I, yeah so I knew, but even still,
2: even
0: Cheater. still,
1: yeah. even still, my heart broke, and I, it just made me so sad. I really, I feel like Derek's changed so much, mm-hmm. and I really love. Um, yeah, where he's gone. See,
0: the spoiler nonsense getting out is why Maya has to lie to all her coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't risk anything. Even yeah. when we actually wrote the... Because the, you appear at the end of episode um, 9 or whatever. Yeah. It was the Jen's episode and you walk out. And we, when we sent the script to the network, we, uh, we just put uh, confidential in that last scene. Wow. Because we, we, we didn't even put it in the script that, me, that Meredith stepped out because mm-hmm. we didn't want it getting out.
2: That's wow. good. Uh,
0: and I actually think, I don't know, I mean, I'm not the most up-to-date on the Teen Wolf uh, uh, blog world, but I, th- I think we kept that, that didn't get out, right? Like, no. Like, oh. surprise, yeah. right? No. I don't, I don't, think, so. I don't yeah. think anyone predicted
2: no that. No one knew. We did not no know that you were capable of such villainous crimes.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know either.
0: Go <laughs> so back to Derek, I'm sorry to mean. To yeah, no.
2: Uh, so, Derek, he now turns into, like, the pinnacle of a werewolf. Uh, from what Jeff said, this is, like, this is the top, this is as far as you can go, this is what, you know, werewolves desire to be. Um, if not, he's not going to be the alpha anymore, but he knows now how to completely transform into a werewolf. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, Jeff's sort of been plotting this arc for Derek uh, for a long time, and, you know, he kind of, he's an antagonist in, in season one and, and mm-hmm. still kind of an antagonist in season two, and he's sort of, and he fails a bit at being a, an alpha. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, him from that moment he kind of left at the end of 3A and came back and had that that thing with his mother and the claws that mm-hmm. he's been on this heroic journey. And some mm-hmm. of that is like, you know, helping Scott become a better uh, person and, yeah. and in a way finding, helping himself become a better person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, the, the whole thing of what Kate did was more mental, that it was, it was the mm-hmm. next step of his evolution as into the full wolf the tie you could become. Um, and that wolf is actually just a dog that they paint black.
3: What really? <laughs> <laughs> it had,
1: it had it's nice like a big dog,
0: it. and like you know, I think fans are like probably like flipping out, like oh man, Derek can turn into a full wolf. It's awesome, and I'm like, don't expect to see it a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's, wolf every it's time. Hard to talking use talking wolf. And like I'm trying to remember, like so the the wolf jumps on Jill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, the way the dog was trained is that it would jump on uh, his trainer. Um, so mm. we took the the. We took the trainer and we just painted her blue and put a cape wig on her. So That's when amazing. And the, the dog jumps and like oh you know having gosh. the dog leap over like it's working with animals is like um, oh yeah very, it's harder than working with actors yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> yeah. the uh, <laughs> uh, You're hard to work with uh, the it's um it's it's a it's a pain for us just because we're on such a tight schedule a yeah budget but. uh, it was worth it, and like we knew it was coming for like weeks, and we we got the dog, we got the dog reserved. I think it was the same one we used in, and uh, the previous seasons when we had Talia in
2: there. Gotcha. Oh. No, I mean it looked or maybe it was a different. Wolf. It must have been
0: a boy. I don't remember. It was a dog either way, but yeah,
2: it looked great. Yeah. I really enjoyed Super it. Super friendly dog. I do remember its name. Bingo! Bingo! Bingo. I made that up. I don't know. (laughs) Snoopy. Uh, Well, do we think the relationship with Brayden will continue? Now, will she betray him at any point in time? Because finally, he's with a sane woman. Yes. (laughs) Well, who kills
1: people for money?
0: She's a mercenary. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, she's sort of uh, like—I think she does. I don't. She's not an assassin.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
0: She. She does work that. For hire, but I don't. Right. I, I It's not exclusive I, to killing. Know. She's <laughs> she's not a killer, but <laughs> don't get in her way. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: But like in the
2: end, you know, is she going with the Calaveras? Is that what's happening? Like,
0: she's going to find the desert wolf. Yeah,
2: I yeah. thought. I thought she was going on a search to find it, the desert wolf, Completely and also separately. it seems like that might be Malia, maybe joining her. I don't know. Maybe a team mm. looking for the desert wolf because. You know that's supposed to be Malia's mother, <laughs> mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I would I would think even Styles had it on his board. You know, right. so it's it's on the to do list. It definitely and, is. And well, maybe
1: <laughs> they, maybe they'll use some of the money in the bag to kind of fund. What Inoperated. are they going to... I can't... Yeah,
2: Peter's not going to be needing that. Yeah, he's soon. not going to be needing that. I don't know. That. I mean, I can House bills are pretty expensive, so maybe I'll just give it to I can House. I don't know. Again, you guys can call in at 424-256-1729 if you want to ask our guests a question. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, you can support us by going to iTunes and downloading and rating. We're on the first page of the podcast pa- uh, tab on iTunes. And you can also catch us on YouTube if you miss the live show on AfterBuzzTV.com. Um, and continuing on with our show I want to talk about Styles when he was looking back at Derek and he thought mm-hmm. that Derek was you know dead yeah. or dying and it was like that long like in love mm-hmm. kind of like when you see your lover dying but he like had to continue on that's what yeah. I took from it. Well,
1: I also felt I also kind of felt like yeah, he it kind of made him think like trying to like piece everything together like mm-hmm. what's the reason for this and like mm-hmm. you know like I think he really I felt like at that moment he was maybe like starting Think okay, like how is this connecting to Scott? Like, and I almost, almost felt like he kind of had had the sense of Peter's plan. Like he was like, wait, something seems off here. Yeah,
2: there was there know? was a lot going on inside yeah, those there
0: eyes. A lot going on. Well, well, I mean, you know, I think we kind of wanted we were trying to sell that Derek was, this is the last time he's probably going to see Derek. I think mm-hmm, the idea yeah. that Styles, you want that thing of Derek saying, "Go, I'll be fine. Go save Scott," and mm-hmm. Styles realizing that. Derek just got gored by a berserker, and he's not going to be fine. And yeah. this might be the last time I see him.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, that definitely came,
0: who's came been across as an screen. And, and you know, I mean, we've had yeah. uh, Derek risk his life last season to save Styles, and he's mm-hmm. saved. Mm-hmm. You know, he's become mm-hmm. a hero. He's become yeah. one of the pack, and yeah. um, I think we were you know, I think that moment really worked and definitely convincing the audience. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. (laughs) Talking
3: about killing characters, this is like a character that died and came back to life in the Mm. same episode. Right. So So you really do kill Right, that's Derek's
0: one death. Like I said, Derek's one death. Next time Derek dies, it'll be probably for real.
2: (laughs) No. Um, So Parrish and Argent team up. I loved that with the Calaveras. And it looks like Argent's going off with them to hunt down Kate next season. So I'm not sure... How much we'll see of his character? I feel so bad for Argent. I mean, mm. he had to then shoot at his sister in this episode oh, so after losing his wife and his daughter. He had the hunt; his only like <sighs> remaining family member. I was afraid he was going to die this episode yeah, because he was too. looking sort of rough.
0: <laughs> well, Jr. just—he's so good. Yeah, um, yeah. and that, especially in that scene with Kate, and there are so many other scenes where yeah. you know I think as Jeff's called it before that you can see he acts with his eyes. Yeah, ah, yeah, you know? definitely
1: That's a good way of and, saying it.
0: Um, I would be surprised if we haven't seen the last of Arjun. Yeah, but I, I have no idea. I mean, right now <laughs> we haven't come back yeah. to start season five. And, yeah. Um, you know, I uh, Jr. is so good that I wouldn't be so. I mean, like, you know, I'm always surprised that we still have him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm always like, why isn't someone snatching him up?
2: Um, I feel but, like you guys need to send him on vacation in the show. I mean, this guy just loses over and over again, yeah, and he keeps fighting.
0: <laughs> we do get that. People are like, like, when are the kids just going to relax and like have a nice day? <laughs> <laughs> Go to <laughs> And we're like, that sounds, that sounds boring. No one wants to watch that.
2: <laughs> I don't. No, I mean, I feel like now we've fallen in love with the characters so much, it might just be fun to like be someone's birthday party. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe Malia's first human birthday party. Yeah,
0: and I'm sure like ninjas will attack it or something. <laughs> like, we'll get bored yeah. of that idea in like a minute. Uh, and
3: wait,
1: where's the is ninjas?
0: Poisoned.
3: Yeah, they have some good times. They're just very brief. Yes.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah,
3: that's true. Yeah.
2: Let's watch a movie. No, there's berserkers busting through the glass. Well,
0: yeah, did, <laughs> their first date did, it yeah. was okay for a while, and then they got interrupted us. And, For like a second, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had sushi and
2: stuff.
0: They've had sushi. Yeah. And but you pizza. know what? I
2: think maybe that's why the relationship's lasting so long. They don't really have time to fight, right? That's like true. Well, uh, at least between each other. You
0: know, yeah. uh, one of just
2: said about that.
0: Uh, cardinal rules of the show is like he's not the biggest fan of of the teen drama stuff mm-hmm. that we often mm-hmm. see in on like you know the, the, the high school shows. Um, and so you know with with Scott and Kira and Malia and and Styles. Inevitably on these shows, all you do is you break them up and you put them back together because, <laughs> you know, it's, it's one TV show and you mm-hmm. have those characters. Mm-hmm. And so I think with Scott and Kira and uh, Malia and Styles this year, even though Malia and Styles hit a bumpy road for uh, a few episodes, that it's sort of fun to have these healthy relationships.
2: Yeah, for a while. Um, absolutely. It's people, refreshing to yeah. see actually on TV yeah. a healthy relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think
0: Scott and Kira are still, um, they're still in the beginnings of their relationship. Mm-hmm. I think they're definitely, uh, they're they're pretty close. Um, but it's, first, it's a, guys, well it's also weird first. to us that uh, <laughs> I mean Arden has only been on the show this year. But it feels <laughs> like it's hard to remember yeah. a time. Uh,
2: because you guys oh had to gosh, do two yeah. seasons basically in yeah. one year. Well they did two
1: seasons. Wow, that is true. I know. It feels like she's <laughs> been here. She's been a part of it forever. I know. Yeah. Um
0: but really I think it's only been the last thirty six episodes were like Three months of the show, or six months—I don't
1: remember. <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like Arden. I don't know like, Arden um, hasn't been able to make it on yet, but I feel like she has like an old soul, and it <laughs> comes through. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why she she seems to have such a strong anchor in in, in her character. Do you know I what agree I mean? with and, that. Like, yeah, there's like a depth, like even like to everything that she does.
0: No, she's cool. I see it. Yeah.
1: Love her.
2: Um, Speaking of relationships, though, are we shipping Lydia and Parrish? Oh, totally
1: <laughs> shipping Lydia and Parrish. That is like, so
2: happening. Looks like she's going to help him figure out who he is yeah. next season, uh, if you know what I mean. Well, I mean,
0: <laughs> I will say, you know, that was one of the things with, um, the, the first episode they were in together, uh, it was the one with the Wendigo Kid, mm-hmm. and, you know, it was the first time we put those two together, and, um one of the fun things about that right away was that Parrish believes in Lydia he's like oh you're psychic that's cool
3: Mm
1: -hmm. and that was
0: it became something fun to play with both those characters Mm -hmm. and you know I don't know whether it's going to be romantic or a close friendship but Mm -hmm. uh, we like seeing Ryan and Holland together and we'll probably be doing more of that they
1: have a great yeah. chemistry.
0: Yeah,
2: I look forward to it, and I think everyone's sort of guessing that he's the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. That's wh- that's what mm-hmm. the the interwebs are telling me. But since you said, <laughs> you know, you guys, no, I don't know, you guys really like the Kitsune. We were, you said last week, someone had also brought up that there's like a fire Kitsune. So there's like thirteen different kind of Kitsune. So that's always that a bad. possibility. Whatever
0: the whatever the story is, it won't be like he turns the next page of that book and he's like, oh, there I am. There I am. So, <laughs> His be, face yeah, is drawn yeah. in. It'll be a, it'll be a story. Or we'll be doing next season. but um. yeah. I
2: bet Meredith knows.
3: <laughs> she might, yeah. I mean, she knew he had powers. She put him on the list, so...
0: Well, Meredith I'm is another sure. person who, who, who's died once and has not uh, and has come back yeah, no. I know I have a feeling I, you know I again we haven't started doing anything mm-hmm. and hopefully you know Maya doesn't get uh, taken up she's like Batgirl on Green Arrow next week <laughs> or, or we keep losing kids to those um, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, 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 you know hopefully we still have more to do with Meredith for next year.
2: yeah I oh, hope yeah, she becomes be part of the pack because Lydia never wanted to believe that you mm-hmm. were the benefactor and frankly neither did we we mm-hmm. wanted there to be another reason we <laughs> yeah. wanted you to be good we liked you So we were glad that we could understand why you did what you did. Mm -hmm. It made sense to us. Mm -hmm. So, and I think you were trying to do good. And I think with two banshees together, which Mm -hmm. she clearly needs another friend who can show her the (laughs) robes. I think you guys can do great things. (laughs) I hope so. Um, So Scott almost kills Liam, but Liam reminds him that he is a werewolf and not a monster. Mm -hmm. And we get that great moment of Mm -hmm. Scott actually breaking out of the Berserker mask Mm -hmm. and becoming an Mm -hmm. alpha, which we we have not seen. It was teased like all season, so Mm -hmm. I was glad we got to see him go full alpha on us.
0: Yeah, that was... uh, um you know, I mean, and that was sort of Jeff's plan all along with, mm-hmm. with Liam being the one to get through to him. And, um, you know, I, I, I never remember who pitches anything in the room, but I do <laughs> say, I will say that, uh, I remember this one because I totally got like writer envy, which is where, uh, and Eric, Eric Wallace, our uh, co-producer, was the one who said he should say, uh, you're not a monster, you're a werewolf, which is what, uh, uh, he had said to, um, uh, Scott had said to Liam in, in, when he first transformed in mm-hmm. episode four. Um, and I remember just like, yeah. normally, like, that's a great idea. But instead, I was just like, the first <laughs> time I was like, man, I should have thought of that. <laughs> that <is> good. <laughs> and I think we were all very, and so, you know, that sort of, it sort of felt like, you know, we're were off. we always good at uh, closing these circles mm-hmm. on this show. Yeah, you uh, guys and are. sometimes it's just these happy accidents. <laughs> uh, wow. But it, it's it feels planned.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it comes across that way. Yeah. Um so we get this epic fight between Scott and Peter which we knew was going to come down Mm -hmm. to this Um, but I'm shocked really that Scott didn't have to kill him that he stuck by that and he was able to just knock him like unconscious because Mm -hmm. even after he knocked him out I was like I didn't know if he had killed him or not until Argent had said that you know they had just given him with Bane Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I mean did you think he was dead Uh,
0: well I mean you know one of the things uh, we did look at um there were some fans uh, some internet stuff where it was saying that they felt that Scott should have should have killed Deucalion at the end of season three mm. and we were like well they they beat the crap out of him he was like on the ground you literally wanted Scott a teenage boy to execute this <laughs> man like it, and, and even after we had known his backstory and everything and it all just sort of felt like like Scott's not a killer and yeah. and to us that's a, a sort of a, a tenant of the show mm-hmm. um, and that Absolutely. everything that's basically every bad thing that's happened in Beacon Hills has been a result of you know the Argents killing the Hales the Hales killing the Argents the Alpha Pack killing and it solves nothing and mm. basically all Scott and his friends have been doing has been cleaning up the mess of mm-hmm. people who have made these horrible decisions in the past.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and the reason Scott, what's so special about Scott McCall, which is what Kate asked him, mm-hmm. is yeah. that Scott doesn't kill. Scott's gonna find another way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I was so glad that he didn't. I was just like, I was worried <laughs> when that fight yeah. started because it looked like he was gonna have to make a choice to mm-hmm. protect his pact. It yeah. didn't seem like he could knock out Peter. Mm-hmm. It seemed like there was only one way to take him down. Well,
0: I, I will also say we did we didn't have a jail back then when we with Ducalion <laughs> and maybe we should have had that earlier yeah. but um, now we have monster jail at the yeah. bottom of Ikenhouse. House I so love it. I Peter's left. not just hanging out on the upper level of the loft waiting to descend down in yeah. a neck. He will. Yeah. he's locked <laughs> up no. <laughs> yeah.
2: no it seems like he's in for quite a lot of pain with Dr. Valak it seems <laughs> like he's going to be tortured but I also feel like those two are mastermind villains yeah, so I, at some mm-hmm. point I feel like they're going to become friends and find their way out of there it's like you don't put two masterminds in the same cell. So, um... I will say anything Anything
0: can happen. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there was like, uh... I, I was looking at Jeff did uh, talk to Entertainment Weekly mm-hmm. last week or, or yesterday. Yeah. And, uh they were saying how much they loved the the, the jail idea, and they're like, I can't mm-hmm. wait for someone to blow a hole in that and yeah, for all the monsters uh-huh. to escape. And I'm like, yeah, Entertainment Weekly, it's not your job to like be pitching us stories. So, like, <laughs> you know, Now we can't do that. But, uh, uh, no, uh, uh, you know, I think you'll be seeing more of that, uh, the lower level of Eichen House next mm-hmm. year. It was an idea we were pretty excited about. So
2: Yeah,
3: I know. Um, hey, that's my home, so. Yeah, yeah. Meredith yeah. was
0: in you, House. you
2: might be hanging out there. I might be. Or yeah. maybe she
0: got, like, a condo nearby. I don't know.
1: <laughs> or maybe she warns From everybody about something. Like that happening, Meredith, like has like knows could be, but I feel like, I feel like, as I've watched Teen Wolf, I've like become a better person. I was really, I was was really meditating on the fact that like Scott really, really did not, he stuck by, he didn't kill Mm -hmm. it, and he returned the money. And like, I was just like, wow, that's what makes a truly amazing person is that like when
3: things get tough, you still stick to your values. You and know I what think I mean? it was a very well built moment. Because yeah. throughout the season we yeah, discussed so exactly. many times, mm-hmm. you know, is whether he or not someone is not then it. like the last episode it you think it might happen. Yeah. And then you and find you out still, it didn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you really like, have that moment. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no, did he do it? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think Peter was trying to even goad him into it. I think yeah, like you never killed and you know, and even if Scott had killed Peter in a way, Peter still would have won.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. and I feel like it kind of pisses him off. I think it pisses Peter off that he's not Scott McCall. He's not special. Yeah, he's way. obviously
2: you know, very. Like, jealous. that's yeah. why that he's ending is so, so awesome. You don't want to
0: see him dead. You want to yeah, see him you, suffer. You want to see what what him he,
1: suffer. Yeah. yeah, and it was a perfect ending.
2: <laughs> and I loved his look too. Peter's look was like amazing. <laughs> for I don't think we've seen him like that before. Uh, when, uh, wait, I'll, wait, I'll tell when you a little he's in bit about. Cell? Or huh? when, like his whole makeup and everything. So we did
0: that scene. Here's a little behind the scenes. We we do a lot, but the last month of, of production is insane. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we know we're going to have these epilogue scenes, like uh, with Parrish and Lydia. Mm-hmm. And um, when we're if we happen to have those actors together on set for that scene, we will shoot that epilogue scene. And sometimes we'll be hastily kind of writing it on the fly, <laughs> like because we've Jeff and I have talked, we'll, or the writers will all sort of talk about what what these final moments are even like by midway through the season, we kind of know. We knew about that scene with Parrish and the bestiary. And mm-hmm. Dr. Valak was uh, we had um, oh, I can't remember the actor's name. Stephen Brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's in there for one day to do the beginning of episode 11. Mm. And um, it was the the set was so cool, that Hannibal thing. And yeah. we're like, oh, we know. Because we knew we were going to throw Peter in there at the end of the prison. We're like, no, we're throwing him in the prison with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be awesome. And and then Stephen Brand is leaving to go do a pilot the next day uh, for I think AMC, and so we we can only have him today. Wow. So we're like, wow. all right, we got to shoot this. We're gonna we don't have it written yet, but we're gonna do this. <laughs> and so you know we're making all these phone calls while well, they're doing the first. Scene. They're not even done with the first scene he's doing, but we we love this guy, and we have to. So where's Bowen? Where's Bowen? Bowen's in San Francisco. Um, so we call Bowen. Bowen's like, and this is how devoted Ian is to the show. He's like, I can be down there in, like, six hours.
2: Wow. wow. So
0: he races down. You know, we, we're getting updates. Will he make it on time? We're calling Stephen Brand's people, telling him we're going to book him for another episode, but we have to shoot it, like, right now. He has to delay his flight a couple of hours. But uh, we got that scene. Russell wow. came in and directed it. And I mean, like, even when we're doing all this, Jeff and I realized we hadn't written it yet. (laughs) (laughs) So then we had to go, like, put out those pages. Um, But that was, uh, that scene was just, um, it was uh, such a great way to end that season. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's yeah. amazing. Well, um we got to see Malia for a little bit and I love the part where she was going to smell Scott's underwear <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then then Style she of, finds the pillow. Yeah. But it was Style. funny that Styles was like, "Oh, here's, you know, my best friend's underwear" and they're like in a relationship. But it was it's so funny. For you know to save his life yeah exactly anything smell these (laughs) it's to save my best friend's (laughs) life Um, so it doesn't look like we're gonna get father-daughter moments Ian kind of throws her up against the wall I (laughs) can and he's like we'll talk about
0: this later he's not gonna win uh, father of Father of the year no
2: no. Yeah. Well, I want to get into our predictions and then go into an interview with you guys specifically. So yeah, I know, do yeah. <laughs> you guys team. feel?
0: I didn't know you guys. Season had special five. Special effects. Yeah. This is like,
2: oh yeah, We're our right. special right. effects department. We they have they the lightning button. Team. We have that
0: on Teen Wolf too. So You'll <laughs> notice anytime someone's standing in front of a window. And and Russell or somebody will just hit that button and lightning will crash.
2: Outside. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so cool. I need that at my house. Really, if
0: um. if you're looking like three A. There's like by episode eight we there was a talk like you guys gotta stop hitting the lightning button. Like, <laughs> every time Dukalion speaks, like lightning crash behind him.
2: <laughs> oh, I love Dukalion. Um so season five, I heard Jeff say in an interview that if we paid attention to stuff in this season, mm-hmm. we would be going back to some of that, specifically Lydia's backstory and her family. Mm-hmm. Did he speak to you about any of that? Nothing yeah, you we've can been, say. Uh,
0: you know, we've been talking and um Uh, I think, I don't think I want to say anything more than that. I will say that (laughs) there are clearly a lot of unanswered questions about what was go- what Lydia's grandmother was up to, Mm -hmm. uh, involving Meredith and the quiet room and the headphones and the computer and the scientists and all sorts of stuff. And we- Mm -hmm. we have stuff that we've been talking about, um, that, uh, we're- Hoping to get into, so
2: I'm excited about it because I yeah. loved that white room, and yeah. it was like oh, we yeah. were all like, "What happened in there?" And then there was that picture of you in mm-hmm. there, and it was just like, "She looks was- so sweet and innocent." <laughs> <Yeah>. and-
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you were you, that, that room was uh it was really cool, like the, yeah. and you had to like clean your shoes or take your shoes off, yeah, uh,
3: like everyone was just walking barefoot, <laughs> yeah, because
0: oh, well, wow. the carpet's so white and the whole planet looks so clean mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like you know us dirty crew guys and. Producer, not allowed silly. in there. No, we're not allowed. Stay
2: out. <laughs> uh, so, what are your predictions, or what do you want to see in season five, June? Um, I definitely,
1: I want to see more Styles and Malia. But I also, um, I know that a lot of fans are just worrying, uh, not worrying, but wondering if there's going to be an arc to Styles. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like he's pretty much. Um, I don't know. There was a a good too. I don't know. I want to see everything. I want to <laughs> see everything. You want to see those I don't too. Know. I want to see. I realized. I real. This is what I realized by doing, wh- while we've been doing this show is that like I'm just like not as good as a writer. So like there's no <laughs> point in me like trying to go. with was that?
2: Because it's okay, June. It's, like it never is like
1: anything that I was. Remember, I was like, no, Scott should take the money. No, no, kill Peter. You know I mean? I'm like, okay, June's I'm writing like, the
2: show for you weekly, to, basically. Um, yeah.
0: I would have taken the money. <laughs> Oh, my
2: God. I don't know. You'll be I, thought next year. I thought it was justified. Yeah, okay. yes, yes. Um, well, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was justified. Yes. Well, I want to see Lydia and Parrish like slow falling in love. I feel like Lydia deserves it. I think everyone mm. loves Parrish. Mm-hmm. I, I think it would be Parrish. nice if it was just like that undertone that we got with Styles and Lydia. That's why everyone I think loved it and wanted it because it wasn't like, didn't push them together right away. Mm-hmm. It was teased. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like yeah. that. And like he, you said, it's already natural. He respects her. And he finds it cool her abilities Mm -hmm. so it kind of just makes sense to me that they can it'll be obvious to other people but you know they won't maybe admit it I don't know I love them together I felt the chemistry on screen and obviously I want to know what Parrish is I want to see him in full form I want him to go all Phoenix on us (laughs) (laughs) or whatever he is (laughs) whatever it'll be whatever it is all right, well, I want to talk to you guys a little bit, get into an interview about your personal lives more so. And Now, yeah. we always ask, <laughs> uh, um, what specifically from your childhood kind of led you into the industry? Um, some people, you know, got started in plays, or we had one of the editors, uh, Corey Trench, say that he used to draw comics and then sell them to his parents, That's which so I good. thought was amazing. Yeah. Uh, so what maybe from your childhood would you say kind of directed you into being an actor um
3: well both my parents are in theater um my mom used to act now she directs a little bit and acts every once in a while and my dad actually used to run an acting school and now he has his own theater company so i was kind of born into it into it i mean my parents never try to like push me to go anyway i just i kind of admired them growing up Mm. Like, i want to be like this when i grow up and yeah
2: wow what was like your first, your first thing when you decided like I'm I want to try out for something I want to mm-hmm. act?
3: Um, well, I did a lot. You know, like a lot of kids do. I did a lot of like living room plays. <laughs> and, you know, I like, oh, you have to watch this. That's what we want to my hear about. Will pretend. Oh. Yeah. Oh, did you drag gosh. your sister into the place? Yeah. Well, she she was willing. She was a willing participant <laughs> yeah. in these plays. Yeah. No, they were. We we. I have two sisters, and oh, we great. all kind of just enjoyed it. Um... So, yeah, I started like that. Um, and then when I was, like, nine, my dad's friend asked about, like, a voiceover gig. They were looking for kids, and I auditioned, and kind of, that's the first real job awesome. I had as an actor. It wasn't you, on a regular basis, but...
1: Do you still do voiceover work now?
3: Right now? Not for a while. Yeah. I wouldn't you mind a great, doing. Hey, yeah. everyone. You have a <laughs> voice Listen great voice. to that great yeah. voice. Yeah, you have a great <laughs> voice.
0: I remember Maya's, we... When we get auditions we we will watch them together in like the office and and see the tapes and they give us like everybody I guess there's like you know 10 Merediths or whatever oh, okay. and everyone doing it and it was Maya was definitely uh, the spookiest. Oh yeah! Like she had the yeah. whole she had the whole like I'm gonna look. Yeah, it up. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> awesome up already. And we're like that's Meredith, all right. Oh yeah, yeah it
3: was a fun uh, one to prepare. I mean, yeah. she's just so much fun to do. What yeah. was your
2: inspiration for that character yeah. when you got that script? Like, what did you kind of look at? What no, material um, or movies or TV shows? Well,
3: mostly just looked at it and saw like that she's in a mental institution, <laughs> and I said like, oh, this is such a great opportunity because I could do pretty much anything I want. Mm-hmm. I was like, That's oh, so good. I'm just going to go really far with it and mm-hmm. have fun, and yeah, that was really cool. Well, creepy.
0: I mean, we, we had the same thing with, uh, you know, Ryan Kelly. Like, you know, he came on as a, as a deputy, and there mm-hmm. was no there was no mm-hmm. necessarily plans to make him supernatural. Same with Meredith, that it's just like, we're going to see if this actor pops with the material they have, mm-hmm. and if they are, then we'll, we'll add more. And I think, you know, same with Braden, um, uh, Megan, um, that, uh, you know, with we had that phone call scene and a couple of other really creepy fun mm-hmm. scenes and then it was, well now <laughs> she's she's going to be a banshee and we're going to have her bring her back in 11. Um, and sort of the same thing with Ryan where, you know, if, if we give him, we have these small roles initially and we try to make, Jeff really it tries to make every scene count. Um, mm-hmm. And so it gives every, I, I hope it gives the actors like a chance to shine in something that is doesn't necessarily seem like it's the biggest role right away mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know these actors they pop all the time for us and Maya's just one of them no Aww. that's
2: awesome yeah <laughs> um, I know we've talked to you about before what sort of led you to the industry but can you remind us like a story from your childhood
0: um you know I, I guess I'll say what what I like about TV more than uh, I, you know I'm, I'm a writer but I don't really I never like sit alone in a room and and write. I don't really do that as much anymore. <laughs> um, with TV, it's all about group writing, mm-hmm. um, which is a lot more fun and social. And mm. you know, it's all of us sitting in a room, breaking out outlines and telling mm. stories all together. And there's a communal aspect of it that. That's the one thing I, I never really got into writing was I had to be alone all the time and mm. sit. And that's why you see people sitting in coffee shops. I don't think they like mm-hmm. it either. <laughs> they, uh, don't a, they, don't like, they don't like being alone either yeah. with their thoughts. Um, <laughs> were but you you, know, were you
2: writing as a kid?
0: Yeah, I mean, I went to school for it and okay. um, I, I did plenty of writing. But uh, TV was always sort Stuck of the end out game. To you. Um, mm-hmm. and, wow! I mean, I love the I love the the possibility that we can do anything. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I've been fortunate to work for, I was on a show called Warehouse 13 where the sky was the limit, it was a sci-fi show, Mm -hmm. and the same thing sort of here with Teen Wolf, which is a show that basically started out with sort of this small town feel and now we have of 9,000 year old Japanese demons mouthless assassins like on Teen Wolf there's no there's no bad pitch in the room mm. yeah like the crazier the idea like the more <laughs> the potential better. it has yeah
2: no that's awesome I hadn't thought about it that way but there really aren't any limitations in Teen Wolf yeah. Yeah. no <laughs> I mean that's what I makes feel- it so entertaining is we have we can't guess yeah I know we have no idea that's true I, but I feel like at the same
1: time the core things the foundations are so strong hmm that it allows for all of that, you know what I mean? And I feel like that it allows for the flexibility as well. No, I was just thinking when
0: you were talking about, were talking about uh, the, the Echo House episode, the first mm-hmm. one you were in, that was, that's, it, it's one of my favorite episodes because I love, we'd never get out of the town. And mm. that was the first time we had done an episode in a while where we, were, we sent Styles. You know, Dylan into this mental institution (laughs) populated with like new characters, and that's where we got Meredith. And it was really the first time we saw Shelly, too, as Malia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because she had just been a a naked girl in the woods previously.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And, you know, from that
0: episode, that was like, that gave us three great characters who all really popped. Mm -hmm. Even, um, God, I don't remember the, I don't remember his name. The, yeah, the guy he was the so funny. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh my God, um, I love that. Oliver. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oliver. I, but I Oliver died, actor, right? Yeah. No, he's not he, dead.
2: No, I thought he did. Wait, I thought he <laughs> died. The Styles
0: punched him, knocked him out with the drill. <gasps> I remember that.
2: Oh my God, we, didn't, oh. we
0: Oliver's still out there. We but, need
1: to bring <laughs> him back. I, I loved okay. that it's guy. Hilarious. Actors, so but, funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's it's, and that's the another fun thing about shooting in LA and everything is that we get. If we see somebody we like, chances are they're, they're in town. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a good point. Can you guys tell us maybe one of your favorite set experiences? Mm-hmm. Ian Bowen was telling us how, like, Hecklin sent an ice cream truck to a uh, set one time.
0: <laughs> oh, that was awesome. <laughs> For
2: everybody. <laughs>
0: they had this ice cream that, like, they would pour a, put a cup of ice cream in, like, a thing of coffee.
2: Why? Which, and yeah. by the way, it was
0: there at, like, 4 in the morning.
2: <laughs> I was going to ask what time I think, this I think ice cream it was the truck
0: last <laughs> I think it was the last night or the night before the last night. I, I don't know. Mm. It's don't... called
1: Affogato. Yeah. Oh, that's,
0: yeah. that's, that's that. what it was called. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you know that, you.
1: <laughs> because I love it. It's like espresso with um, scoop of ice cream in it. Oh, um, good. Okay.
2: Yeah. We'll have to find that truck. <laughs> so do you guys have, like, a favorite set experience you can remember?
3: Well, I wish I was there for the ice cream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you weren't there for any food trucks? They come sporadically. Yeah. We try to space them out, but...
3: I don't think... Maybe I was... I don't remember, but that one sounds. You like You might a have been lucky one. not to
0: avoid all the late night shoots.
3: <laughs> yeah, I most had of your one, kinda, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I feel like because we did a lot of stuff with the inserts with you, uh, where you're in the in the in the white room or in the house, mm-hmm. like the flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: or in the writers' room. Can you think of? Oh, uh, you right? know,
0: I was just thinking. Or this will be a season five five spoiler.
2: Um, oh please! So
0: like near the last day. I'm so I like it must have been it was the scene we're doing with Mason, um, mm-hmm. Kylan and uh, Holland in the um basement. Right. And I'm just like, we're so close to being done, but I'm barely conscious, but like last month and Holland runs up to me and Holland loves dogs. I think the last time I was here I said my dog peed on Holland accidentally.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, I maybe mean, I mean, it was twice.
0: But Holland <laughs> loves dogs. And so Holland loves her dog five well most of all and Holland comes up to me and like got that look in her eye like she wants something and I'm like oh no like I'm so uh, whatever and she's telling me her dog is 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 being trained by uh, like a show dog person. She's sending her dog off to summer camp over the summer. Oh wow. wow. And and she made I think me and Jeff promised that we would put her dog on the show next season if if it got certified and trained. I have no idea how any <laughs> of this works. <laughs>
1: Yeah. It's like little it's yeah. a little cute dog. Yeah. It's like the cutest
0: it's it's very well groomed and, and what kind I've of seen dog the, is it? I don't remember. I
1: think she <laughs> got it, it in
0: Atlanta. It's furry, it's got the nice silky fur and what it likes color? to play fetch. What color? Brownish.
1: We'll it's like we'll a it like well, a cocker spaniel pomeranian if, and if
0: if holland I, i'll reiterate my promise to her that if if that dog is trained and we're legally allowed to use it i will find somewhere to put Bring that, a little so baby. so there's your first, there's that's, your first cast of season 5
2: yes you heard it first guys exclusive. after buzz exclusive yes.
0: <laughs> play a new kid in school
2: the yeah. <laughs> new kid is a dog yeah. that's perfect um
3: oh yeah we just need a speaking
2: dog now are you guys working on any other projects right now
3: I just finished, I did actually a theater show that I directed, which was super fun. It was like less than a week of performances, but it was super fun. And yeah, just things come and go.
2: Where did you do that?
3: I did it in Hollywood, in like a theater, yeah. She's acting like, it's no
2: big deal. I mean, that's awesome. You were directing a a show.
3: Yeah, it's called the Complex Theater. Um, It was basically just me and a bunch of actor friends from uh, school that just moved here from New York City, and mm-hmm. we decided to do it together, and it was very fun. See, yeah. now you had got
0: to exploit that, that Teen Wolf audience and get them to come Uh-oh. to your place.
2: Exactly! Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, actually, yeah. we're
0: going
3: we're gonna to go see Aaron
1: Henry
2: who...
3: Right.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Next uh, Sunday, yeah. we're going to the Lear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
2: you guys should come.
3: Yeah, yeah we like, closed the play, so right now nothing is going yeah. on. Yeah. But hey, come uh, to in the the next future. <laughs> yeah. yeah got that. That's what the Twitter's for. Let us know. know. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad at social media. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> no, I'm worse <laughs> at it.
0: I, that's one of the things that took me off guard with Teen Wolf was like, I had, when I got the job, like, I didn't, I had no idea the show was popular. Like, nobody told me. Like, I watch the show, which normally means it's not popular. <laughs> like my tastes are kind of obscure and so I I was taken way off guard by how huge and massive and mm-hmm. devoted the fan base mm-hmm. is
2: no they really are I was watching it before uh Corey Trench my friend uh, got the assistant editor job and he told me about it and I was like oh that is awesome you have to watch it so I it had a huge following ever since the beginning yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that you guys are working on it are you working on anything else right now I know you just got, got like, like uh, a few we days got, off right we,
0: well we got we, we got to go back in there pretty soon <laughs> Come on, yeah. God, I think we're going to try to get back uh, there won't be a new season this winter Mm. Uh, because we won't have shot anything. No,
3: no. Um,
0: So <laughs> but that's a that's something. It's nice. Uh I don't know, we'll probably start shooting again in early Jan- January, February, something like that. Um, Dylan and Posey are making tons of movies or whatever So I heard. Um, and also but this winter if you uh, are missing Teen Wolf I know that Christian Taylor who is our uh, co oh. in seasons 2 and 3 yes. uh, is taking over or is, uh, has a show called Eye Candy that is going to be yes. on MTV yeah. uh, probably in our time slot in like January
2: awesome we um, love um, Christian cool. yeah, yeah, and I it's. Know uh, I know a lot of I
0: think uh, some people from behind the scenes on our show because we're not filming right now mm-hmm. are helping him out in uh, New York
2: Oh, um, cool. So I, I
0: imagine if you like Teen Wolf, you will probably like mm-hmm. Eye Candy.
2: Awesome. Nice. We'll definitely watch yeah, that. we'll definitely And you should do out. a show for it. We will. Yeah, we l- we love Christian. Christian will come in oh, here. Yeah, y- yeah. If awesome. he's With his a-
0: British accent, and his <laughs> he's amazing,
2: <laughs> and his glasses. We love those. Too. And yeah. the hair.
0: Yes, and the hair.
2: And the hair. We will definitely. It was so nice for you to plug his show. You guys. Every time I have someone on from the show, you guys are always plugging each other's stuff. <laughs> it's know, amazing. You guys are so sweet, so supportive. Where can the fans follow you guys on Twitter? Even though you don't really use it. <laughs> uh, the
0: Twitter yeah. uh, uh, Addie and Stokes eighty two.
2: Awesome. And where can we follow I, you, I Maya? I have an Instagram.
3: It's just my name, Maya Ishit. probably. Uh yeah, I think that's you it. On Twitter? But I No, I'm you not on, Twitter. on Twitter.
2: I no. followed someone with your name. <laughs> it wasn't me. Oh no. <laughs> oh, I also no. like tweeted you it found out. Susan out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You've been identity thieved.
2: Yes, I Yeah, have. you got to
1: get verified. Oh yeah, you can get you can get verified. June, okay, where can I'm we not. follow you? You can follow me at miss June Lee, M-S underscore J-U-N-E-L-E-E.
2: Awesome. And you guys can follow me at Cinematic Escape or you can check out my blog, CinematicEscape.com. Awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's been an amazing season. Yep. Thank you guys for coming on. And see you next year. We'll see yeah, you next we'll year. see you next year.
0: Bye. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.